from here on Earth 616 to the multiverse. This is the Marvel Guys Podcast, your number one source for everything Marvel. Reviews, characters, comic books, new releases. It's all right here. Now, let's welcome your hosts, Jordan and Spencer. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Marvel Guys podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jordan, and on my left, I have my co-host, Spencer. What up, what up? It has been a minute, has it not? It's been like five minutes, I think, (laughs) would be the accurate term. Yeah. Um, So we are obviously going to be talking about Jennifer Walters, attorney at law, or She-Hulk, attorney at law, should she mm. she threw me off there. That was like the last thing she said. Um, <laughs> and she, you know, she just came back from Mexico. I came back from Brazil. Yeah. And so we're we're very much one and the same, me and uh, She Hulk. So I'd like to just get that out out front. I guess I would be She Hulk, and you'd be Hulk. I, I guess. I mean, I came back from the ER, so <laughs> I guess that makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> were you at the ER? <laughs> well, I mean, oh yeah, yeah, you went. Yeah, yeah, for scooter. Sure. Yep, bad had a time. Accident. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, if you were, if you had Hulk in you, oh, you would have found out immediately. Right. Yeah, there'd be gamma <laughs> blood everywhere. Gamma blood. Yeah. I think that's what this is. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> I've got a little glow stick right. in my hand here. Uh, yeah. So we just finished watching uh, She Hulk episode one, and I think our our first impressions are. Uh, I mean, I'll certainly start here, but it was good. Um, it was fun. It was a, a lot of honestly. I wasn't sure what to expect going into this episode, and it was very pleasant uh, and something more than I was really predicting. Yeah, I, I also kind of was like, hey, you know, I don't really know what to really expect. There's a lot to hope for, and I feel like we actually, I actually got a lot what I was hoping for. In this episode, which was really cool, we got a lot of backstory, a lot of yeah, like fill in the blanks, a lot of stuff that we didn't even know we needed to be filled in on. That was like, oh my gosh, that's really cool that we now know that, right? You know, um, how often do you get like episode one and everything you kind of went into the show wondering about, they immediately answer for you, yeah, um, like right off the bat, we were just like, huh, I wonder what this is, and then we're like, oh, they they just answered it. And then another thing, and you're like, oh, that's a cool little backstory note. And all these things we talked about on our, our preview, they were just like, huh, I wonder if they'll address this. And like immediately, uh, yeah. Bruce Banner is is giving us the, the lowdown on everything. And even questions that you didn't even know you needed answers to, like stuff with Steve Rogers. <laughs> yeah, who would have thought they'd, that would be two, ep- like two moments of the episode Yeah, uh, as far as worthiness. But I mean- to be fair, that was like the one thing that I noticed on Twitter. So I guess everybody was pretty excited that they heard that Captain America, you know, got his, yeah. his jollies. Yeah. Yeah. He did his thing. Was it the, was it that blonde? Now, see, this is going to be a thing. I now. wonder. Everybody's going to go back now. They and said it was on tour. Looking. Yeah. When he, he was fighting like fake Hitler. Yeah. So that everybody now is going to go back and watch First Avenger, and they're going to be looking up for the chick that's like looking a little <laughs> different than everybody else on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so. giving them the side eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Crazy. this was this is definitely a fun episode one. Um, let's let's get into. 
I guess, some of the breakdown, some of our thoughts. Uh, we started where we, we thought we would um, with, well, I guess the, the very first thing we should discuss, honestly, is that she did break the fourth wall. Mm. And we expected that. And really, we were told that would happen. But it was immediately, uh, you know, something that kind of took over the screen. So it looks like they really are going to acknowledge who she is. Um, and there was a, a obviously a decent amount of discussion um, with like mature sexual overtones. Yeah. So they they did present this show in the format that the comic is is you know true to. Yeah, I think comic book fans and people that really love She Hulk because she is a very popular character within the comics uh, in the last like ten years or so for sure. Um, but yeah, I think comic book fans are really going to enjoy episode one just because of all of those things. I mean, that was one of those things that I was kind of like expecting. It was like the one thing I was expecting was, you know, the fourth wall breaks, kind of hoping that there would be some sort of like darker humor yeah, kind of stuff going on. But I wasn't really like, I was thinking, you know, oh, this is going to be on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there's kind of like this line that's, you know, are they going to cross that line with it or not? Kind of like that same apprehensiveness about like Daredevil, right? Like we're getting new Daredevil season yeah. and stuff like that. And so there's like this really weird like feeling that you get where it's like, oh, well, it's Disney now. It's going to be different. It's not going to be as dark or whatever. But so far, all of that stuff is included. So it's almost yeah. like a, a bonus for being a She-Hulk fan. But it's also like this is what we can do as well. Like we're willing to do this. So... Yeah, I don't yeah. think anything surprised me, but the the quickness with which we got it all really kind of yeah. kept me on on my heels for uh, sure. But yeah, like almost immediately we we get the the third fourth is it four walls? There's four yeah, walls, four right? Walls. Four walls. Four walls. <laughs> the fourth wall break, and so that was that was pretty cool. But we also get a flashback uh, back when she was you know with her her cousin Bruce, and they were in the car. And they're eating hot Cheetos with, you know, their chopsticks, and mm. it's actually a good idea. It really uh, is actually. I, I've used forks, but they break them. So, mm-hmm. uh, but a what we learned later, a Sakarian spaceship kind of comes down. Apparently, I mean, it didn't seem like they were hostile, but she doesn't know any different. Yeah, and uh, they get knocked off the road. Which leads to a crash, which looks like it would have done pretty good damage to to most people, um, especially Bruce, being that he was you know upside down in the car. But he's Bruce Banner, so he he was relatively okay, but he was bleeding. It was just something we don't often see from Bruce, and she was bleeding as well. So instead of needing a blood transfusion, like we kind of thought maybe they would do, uh, it looks like. You know, they went the route of the blood mixture, mm-hmm. um, the Magic Johnson, so to speak. Yeah. You know, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> uh, that is what they went with. And immediately she started hulking out. So we got a, a She-Hulk sighting pretty much right away. Uh, what, what was your thoughts on how they, how they did the exposure to his blood and maybe her reaction to it? Um, I'm okay with it. I, I think it was really cool way of doing it as we as we know as marvel fans and as comic book fans you know everything's not going to be exactly the way it is in the comics because what's the point 
So you have to change up a little bit, and I'm okay, I'm totally okay with this change up. Um, I honestly I don't think it would have been any different. Um, if they would have gone the blood transfusion route, it just would have been a little. The story wouldn't be what it was, you know, because everything that happens after that event, you know, leads you to a place later in the show. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad that they did it this way because yeah, I think the blood transfusion route would have just been like, you know, would have been the same thing as the comics and it would have been just a retelling at that point. I wonder if Bruce has had this happen before because he, I mean, he's smart enough to know that he probably shouldn't mix blood period. But, uh, I mean, he, he was like, I'm bleeding and bleeding Mm -hmm. as in like, I don't bleed, and when I do, I stay away from people because something will go terribly wrong. Yeah. So I wonder if that's happened in his past. I don't know. I, I would assume not because he's Bruce Banner, and yeah. the one thing that you know, it's one of those things that's just inferred. Mm-hmm. It's not really shown in a movie or anything like that, but you're going to do a lot of experiments and stuff on yourself just to see. So he's... As soon as he was becoming the Hulk, he's like doing experiments and stuff probably on himself and all kinds of stuff to check and see what his blood will do. So he yeah. probably just knows this in advance. So, yeah. yeah. No, you're probably right. And I feel like he's the type of guy, it's like he's not going to experiment on rats or anything. No. He's just no. too nice. Yeah. Um, but it leads to Jennifer hulking out, running away, uh, ending up at this bar. And at that bar, you know, she meets some girls that are really nice to her in the bathroom and they get her all dressed up um, because she looks awful because she just ran through a forest and, you know, turned back into into Jennifer. Mm-hmm. And they the, the men that are outside the, the bar approach her, of course, and, you know, try to hit on her and then um, just do like the we're just being friendly and she's not having it and kind of instinctively the rage takes over and goes full like King Kong, you know, <laughs> Hulk, whatever you want to call it, roars at him. And that's where we kind of lead into this this island um, where uh, it may be an island. I, I think it's an island. Yeah. And uh, and Hulk, it looks like, has been secluded there for a while. And this is where we start getting all these little bit of, you know, factoids that told us all about some of the times that we missed and something we were thinking that, Tony and him were were there together and built it together uh came true uh, we we realized that and it just made me think about all the cool little things that happened during the blip with the six characters we cared about really the most and the stories that are left untold at this point yeah for sure it's almost like we need like a blip movie you know it's like 5 this. years you yeah. know yeah for sure and um you know obviously we got a little bit of that in end game we got to see kind of you at least got to see the the undertone of the characters and how things had shifted for them. Right. And Steve was the only one not having fun, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to some degree. Well, Natasha. Um and I mean they were all kind of dealing it with with it in their own ways. And, you know, Tony obviously is a drinker. So And he had his family. Yeah. And he had his family. So building a bar for the Hulk was like a cool little fun little project and i mean obviously too we're we're talking about bruce banner being able to control the hulk being able to like kind of figure himself out so he needed the the space to do that so it was pretty cool to be like that tony's just like oh yeah let me build this island right and we'll imagine like if you were gonna build something 
the mm-hmm. two characters you would want yeah. are Bruce Banner, Bruce Banner Tony as Hulk and Tony Stark with his technological capabilities. Oh, yeah. The brains you put together there and then the two muscle um, with the Hulk and then all the bots and um, <laughs> different things that Tony has access to. Could it you imagine taking him too long? Like one of the bots is malfunctioning, like in the first Iron Man, and Hulk just like snaps it in half. And Tony's just like, well, "Come on, dude! Right? Like that's like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You just snapped in half. Like get it? Together, yeah, that's dude. true. Like he, he destroys pretty much everything near him. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we we got to learn a lot about what kind of they went through together during the blip, and that was really really fun and. It looks like this is all we're going to get from the Hulk in this series. Uh, he was listed as a special guest uh, in episode one, but very cool. Like I was saying to you um, off mic, we don't get a whole lot of Hulk screen time. So even though he's smart Hulk, Bruce Banner is a fun character and he doesn't get explored nearly as much as all the other characters because of the rights issues that they have with, uh, I think, Universal. Yeah, somebody um, like that. And it's just unfortunate, but yeah. we hope to see in the future some more Hulk uh, action, and obviously World War Hulk. Hulk is the one that's been talked about the most, yeah, over the past six months or so. In fact, some people thought they might be announcing it at the uh, convention, but we'll see. Um, I don't know. Y- you optimistic for Hulk's future? I'm very optimistic for Hulk's future because. Um with everything that's going on in the Marvel landscape right now, it just kind of makes sense to bring it back as like an angry Hulk. Um, Because what we've seen in this episode, if anything, is that, you know, he, I think the main theme of the whole episode for me was like, uh, I guess temperance is the word. Um, It's probably not the word and I'm probably butchering it, but like, Jennifer's character comes from a place where she's already had to deal with stress yeah, and kind of understands how to manage it and put on a face or mask the feelings or just deal with it in a different way and not just be extremely emotional. Bruce was coming from an entirely different place. So when he was going through his Hulk transition, it was much different because, yeah, he didn't know how to manage all of that. He didn't know how to, he didn't have any kind of clue how to understand it. So um, what I think we will see is there's going to be a time and place where he's needed to be like a savage again. Yeah. And he's going to have to tap into that. And I think it's going to be through her. Like he's going to learn a lot about himself, I think, going forward. That's what I'm trying to get to is that he's going to learn a lot about himself through her in order to uh, manage those feelings and be able to have access to that side of him again. And it's going to be needed for sure. With the stuff that's coming up, you know, we're right. talking about Secret Wars. We're talking Full about, level Hulk. Yeah. Talking about multiverses collapsing on each other. You know, like, that. that's a lot to no take biggie. in. No biggie. Not at all. Yeah. So. I mean, seriously, like, looking back at, like, Ultron mm-hmm. and, you know, people and and beings of that caliber yeah they were legit at the time but now we're dealing with (laughs) oh dude crazy other things and Um, i mean when you really get into the scheme of things too when it comes to this character with the hulk specifically the, the the banner version you could get into a space where maybe he I don't think it would go this way because I think it kind of goes against what we know about him already. But, I mean, you could tell a story where he snaps, 
you know, with the whole thing. And he just, he never learns how to manage those emotions as well as he thought he did. And he really does go like savage. That'd be a great final chapter. And as these multiverses are collapsing and stuff like that, he takes over a universe. Like he just destroys planets and because he has no control. He's just an absolute savage. He just goes berserk. But he's like the ruler of that universe. So, And it, if Sakaar is in the picture again, that's a place where he has cachet. Yeah, They could potentially true. look to him as their next leader since the, the Grandmaster fell. That's true. And I know what I just said about him taking over a universe sounds kind of crazy because everything that we know about our universe, the universe that we're seeing unfold and unravel, you know, with all the celestials and stuff like that, right? But from what it was kind of broken down into is that, you know, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, that's their own universe. We don't even know anything about that universe. Spider-Man could be the only hero in that universe. And if that's the case, there might not be a Doctor Doom in that universe. There might not be a Galactus in that universe. So there's certain universes like the Ghost Rider universe or, you know, insert macho random man. yeah Macho Man universe where he's the only superhero. <laughs> um, he was too pure. Yeah, for this too earth. pure. <laughs> the, like, five different Fantastic Four universes that there are. I mean, so, yeah, there's, there's so much that we really don't know. Um, so it, you could totally write that story where he's just, he goes berserk or whatever, yeah. but I do think that he will have, I, I feel optimistic that he's going to have a movie or at least a, a massive part in some kind of movie going forward. It feels like it, it's like you have to at this point because yeah. of such great stories for Tony Stark and Steve Rogers and, um, Thor, Odinson, like yeah. they've all got these incredible arcs. And so he has a nice arc in what it is, but he doesn't have that that last hurrah right. that you go, oh, wow, that was really well done. And, you know, it is the stupid contract things that are really the main reason for that. But mm -hmm. where there's money, there's possibility. Um, right. So, And I mean, if you want to really look at it and go a little deeper too, I mean, you can say what you want about the movie and the series, but I mean, Black Widow and Hawkeye, they also had their moments, you know, they had their moment in the sun where you had this like expansion on a character that you really didn't know that you needed an expansion on, you know? Um, yeah. And so when you really think about it, Hulk is the one that doesn't have that at all. And he's got such high potential too. Oh, he's got probably he could the be highest. right there with Spider Man with all the, you know, children's birthday parties and all oh, that yeah. stuff. And and he already is like in a the, like the top five, you know, without having as much of the cachet as like the Iron Man or, or Thor, mm -hmm. um, you know, any of these characters really. So yeah, I mean, the sky is still the limit with that character if they decide to go all out. Um it's a lot of their fan base has now grown up as well. Mm-hmm. So I think they'd they should be willing to go a little bit darker to tell the right story. So yeah, I, I hope they ultimately decide to do that. Yeah, for sure. So what we learn in the time on this island is really I, I would say it boils down to like you mentioned, 
Jennifer's experience has turned her into a different form of Hulk than the one that we knew uh, in Bruce Banner. And so everything that he tries to teach her, she really kind of just gets automatically uh, because he was and is so conflicted. And she really kind of is very confident in who she is and what she wants to be. And so it's basically just her doubling down on everything she already is pretty good at doing and getting to know Bruce more. And I think ultimately that's what happened here was not a a training session necessarily, but maybe a little bit of bonding and and therapeutics for the both of them. Absolutely. It was good for both of them too. And you could see that like development go on. Like it was good for her to get some things off her chest, him to get some things off his chest and to just kind of have like interactions again and understand that, oh, you know, I'm, I'm wrong here. You know what? Like, and I'm okay with that now because I kind of understand things a little bit better. Like, it was pretty cool. I liked that about it. Um, yeah, and it looks like she's like as far as power is going to be right there with him. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's too early to tell who really has the more natural power, but she's definitely not a slouch. So when it comes to the fighting, she'll be right there with all the big boys. Yeah, I would say. I would say as of right now, she's up there. The one thing that I'm very curious about, though, is, like we said, you know, there is this weird thing with Bruce Banner and the Hulk, you know, and we, and we, that was explained to us through his dialogue with her. Like, you don't have another voice in your head? Like, are you, you're fully in control right now. Like, those kinds of things separate those characters into different levels. Yes. So because she has control of it, like there, but there, there's a cap of anger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she has control over it, but there's a cap. There's a limit on, on anger and potential with Bruce Banner. It's like, yeah, you don't know. Right. The level of anger determines his power level. Yeah. Whereas something can happen and yeah. Yeah. She is basically coming into every fight with a tactical advantage because she can kind of shape shift back and forth and. She's very, um, you know, cognizant of everything she's doing. But, yeah, she has, like, this max potential. So we'll see that play out. I think it's, I think that's fair. I think if if you were drafting them in fantasy, it would be high floor for her and high potential for the Hulk. (laughs) But you don't know what you're going to get because the guy sometimes doesn't come to play. Right. So, you know, we'll see how that that evolves. That relationship is always going to be competitive. Um, We may see kind of a Hulk team one day perhaps uh he did he did mention that he had a family member named ched was there something there do you know of anything no that um feel like that could have been a throwaway line but i don't i don't remember it seems like but like why put that in there yeah yeah it could definitely be maybe it's just them saying there's more like yeah. there's more of us well, that could be exposed to this blood and would react this way yeah and we've talked about this quite a bit um with these disney plus series and that was like one of the biggest things going into this show that i'm like you know what this is something to look for here this isn't you know this isn't a uh speculation this isn't i'm this is almost on that borderline of i'm expecting this when watching the show is some sort of mention of like Hulkling because we've got every other young Avenger on the roster. 
And it seems like with every one of these Disney Plus shows, you're getting another one. And they're planting these little seeds for a Young Avengers show down the line. I mean, we've already got the big one. She's already had her own show in Kate Bishop. So he's one of the last members that we haven't had yet. So that's going to be a very interesting development. And I think it's something that a lot of people aren't talking about is where does he come in? You know, well, I think we'll see. I think it's, could it be this Ched? Was it Chet or Ched? It, the, it sounded like Ched. Yeah. And it said Ched. Interesting. Whatever that word is. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. We'll probably check Twitter and everybody already knows, but. Oh, yeah. You you know how that goes, man. <laughs> the breakdowns. Welcome back to the breakdown of She-Hulk. You know, I, ain't, I work a full job. I ain't got the time. Right. Uh, it's just something I can't do right now. Um, I would love to if we get you know more listeners down the road. That would yeah. be fantastic. But um, yeah, so I guess this kind of turned into uh, camp, you know, them just having fun. So like reminded me of like when Jack Sparrow was marooned and spent the the evening with like Kira Knightley's character on the beach and they just getting <laughs> drunk and talking <laughs> trash and yeah. There was not a lot of building going on. It was just talking, getting to know each other. But she uh, she decides, hey, I'm leaving. And he's satisfied at one point. He was hesitant at first, but she kind of proves to him, hey, I got this. You know, He even freaks out because she accidentally hulks out until she says, no, I'm doing it myself. I can move it back and forth like a, you know, a stove with a, a temperature meter. <laughs> you know, she's she's just good. And uh, yeah, she goes back to her her job, and we get to see a, the first court case of the the series, which may only may be the only one. I don't know, but uh, it is interrupted uh, as she is being kind of wished upon to uh, not do very well by her cohort for whatever reason. He's kind of seems jealous or something, mm-hmm. uh, and so she starts her closing statement or is about to start it, and Titania interrupts like a like a wrestler you know yeah. music hitting the kool-aid right before man. the yeah yeah um and she comes out you know ready to go i'm not sure what she wanted honestly she couldn't get yeah. a word out like it she wasn't was like even what did she say like who are you or why are you here or yeah whatever but i mean there wasn't much to it honestly that the scene was very anticlimactic which makes me feel like that's just a setup for when they face again down the road. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what 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 were you thinking when Titania comes in, and I mean She Hulk subdues her almost Pretty immediately, quickly. and then she gets taken away in handcuffs off to I guess prison. Yeah, um, or county jail. So it kind of goes back to something Bruce said. I mean, she's a superhero now, right? And. What do we know about superheroes? What do we know about comics? There's usually some sort of like villain team or something that just, you know, uh, develops and they're like, oh, down with She-Hulk, down with all of these Hulks, even though there's two of them. Like, down with these Hulks. We don't need them anymore. Uh, they're giving on, uh, people a bad rep or bad name or something. You know, some some weird thing. But uh, there's also like the villain for hire role. Um. So, you know, obviously it's, it's 
a story as old as time, when you give people power, they kind of use it how they want to. And typically, a lot of people use it for bad. So I would assume Titania, and there could be many others in the show right. that are hired by somebody. Maybe it's the dude that's wishing her bad luck. You know, you never know. Ooh. But hired to disrupt the courtroom to that's show that possible. she's not, to show that she's a Hulk and that it's a bad thing, that she's a lawyer and a Hulk, even though obviously she can control it. But it's still one of those things. We've seen this story with the X-Men many times. Like, even though you show people in the world that you're a mutant, you're not a bad person. You're trying to change the world. You're doing good things. And you can use your powers to do good things for people. And you can be good and a mutant. But people are still going to view you as a mutant. Exactly. So that's gonna, I, that could be something that goes on with the show. That's I could totally see that. Got to be where we start in episode two, I would assume, is, oh, my God, everybody now knows you're a Hulk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what? what is going to happen now? You mm-hmm. know, is, is the news going to come in and she's going to be plastered everywhere? Is that going to attract um, superhero attention? Are we going to see more cameos and people coming in? Or, like, what's what's next? So I think I like – I love what you were going there with uh, – the guy that's with her, or really anybody in that room, who most wants to see her Hulk out, somebody who would uh, be advanced in their career because mm-hmm. of her absence in that that law room. For sure. So, by the way, we, we were talking about she was no like no call absence like <laughs> for what like four days or yeah. something at her job. And yeah, she just like nobody cared. Okay, nobody cared. Crazy. I guess that's a like. If you turn into a Hulk, I guess that's a good excuse, but for sure, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It, it was interesting, um, and then I, I guess the the last thing is a lot of people, you know, made a huge deal about this, and it, it was worth exploring because it didn't look great at the time, but um, CGI looked pretty good. Yeah, I had no problems with CGI at all. I it wasn't it, distracting, which I think is the biggest thing. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where, and if you are. This is where I'm probably going to lose some people, but if you're like an action figure person, you see prototype images of something, they always look bad. They always look terrible. And you're like, oh my God, what is this? Like, how are, this is what we're getting? I'm not, no. And then you see it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. There it is. So, yeah, it's one of those things where they wanted the trailer out to to say, hey, this is what we're doing. Yeah, this yeah. is a project that we have that's near completion. Disclaimer. Yeah. But they're not gonna oh, they're not gonna say that. You're not gonna say that before you throw out a trailer for a movie. Like, oh hey, this is something. It's not completely finished yet, but this is it. <laughs> so Well, this is all we got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The world premiere of Hey, we didn't care that much. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, and I and I think that in all in all fairness, I think a lot of people have to understand that to some degree. I mean, what they're doing with CGI and stuff like that, it takes a yeah, lot it's never of editing really been skills. done before at this yeah. pace. No, which it, is, you know, uh, yeah. subject to criticism. For sure. Um but yeah, there there's so much that goes into it, so much editing and stuff like that. It's never like completely finished, I feel like. I feel like there's the people who are on the editing team that are watching the show they're probably like oh we could have done that better or you know but um yeah i had no problems with it it looked awesome to me 
So, yeah. I, yeah. My big thing was just don't distract me from what's actually going on. Mm -hmm. um, if I wasn't thinking about it, I wouldn't have even noticed it. So I was into it. I think it looked pretty good. She looks believable um, as a character. Uh, yeah, she could be bigger, sure. But um, it's okay with it me suits. for now. Yeah. You know, she she could get bigger, I would assume, you know, yeah. based on her blood. I don't think that it's just an absolute cap on her physique, but um, I don't know. It, it looks okay to me. Uh, people will find faults, and and that's fine. But I think it'll I think it'll be good in the long run. Uh, she's seven foot six, so you know she's not a tiny little twig or anything. When they stand next to Groot or something, you know they'll they'll be up there with them. So yeah, or I guess adult Groot, baby Groot's got his own <laughs> little thing going on, but. <laughs> Or teenage Groot, I guess. Yeah. Whatever he is. <laughs> I don't know the life cycle of a plant. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it was a great first episode. Uh, I'm really looking forward to what they do with the show. What's kind of cool is I actually have really no clue what to expect in the second and third episode outside of her dealing with now being exposed as Hulk. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what's going to come. But uh, stick with us for, for these recaps and reviews. And we're going to have a lot of fun with this. Um, this is our our big topic right now, so we will be you know doing some some other things that we can talk about, uh, catch back up on Miss Marvel and Thor, but we wanted to make sure we could get this out ASAP because it is so relevant at the moment. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with uh, some great uh, She Hulk content, and then later this week we're gonna try to get some of those other other shows out and have fun. Don't overthink it. Uh, we don't have a lot of Marvel content through the end of the year. So no. give us your thoughts on speculation and all kinds of stuff. Like and subscribe, follow us, whatever it is, you know, whatever social media, there's somebody out there. Yeah. And we'll we'll be there on the back end to try to give you the best shows possible. Talk to you next time. Peace. You've reached the end game of this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Marvel Guys Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information or to connect with Jordan and Spencer, check out themarvelguys.com, The Marvel Guys on Twitter, and The Marvel Guys Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you next time.